Hey, I'm Dr. Drew, and you're listening to Drilled with Dr. Brady Podcast. Another episode of the Drilled with Dr. Brady podcast, hanging out with with Lowell. Lowell just got back from uh, Seattle. Tell the boys and girls what you were doing in Seattle, Lowell. Uh, Well, I spent the first portion of it, I went up a little bit early, and I spent the first portion of it trying to find a place to pee. It's harder than you'd think. You don't have to go to Seattle for that. (laughs) No, it's once I got to Seattle, finding a place that would let me use the bathroom. (laughs) Mm. in the air they're, they're stingy with that actually yeah now that now it's really because of covid because of covid yeah it's super hard so um but then i went and uh we uh did two reveals to we did two reveals for halo you know to show like gave away two full mouth restorations yay yeah this uh this very day <clears throat> we have a really cool office uh i think is the name of their office uh jensen and uh brown and jensen jensen and brown yeah, Jensen and Brown. Jensen and Brown, dentistry, mm-hmm. something like that in Bellevue, Washington. Yeah, those guys are fantastic. Doctor Kevin Brown has an Instagram. I don't think Doctor Jensen has one, but Doctor he's awesome too. Kevin Brown has a, um, Howie Jensen's operatory is the the coolest one I've ever seen. Why? What makes it's it so on cool? a it's on a corner of a, like the top story of a building in Bellevue, and oh. it's it's total windows. Both sides are just windows. So you see the city. Epic view. And it's super bright. Bellevue has a pretty impressive skyline, actually, for a smaller. And you got the bird's eye view. Yeah, that's cool. Well, uh, I was going to say, Kevin Brown has an Instagram that is so hot and sexy. It's ridiculous. He is such a wizard with um, the composite resin veneers. Uh, He is so good. So good. His photography is, as uh, he showed me some of it today too, is uh, pretty awesome, fantastic and outstanding. He is both a gentleman and a scholar. And a wizard. And uh, much like you, he has a guitar in his office. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. You're not the only one. I learned, uh, I was learning, uh, speaking guitar, sidetrack here. He wants to jam when he comes down. Oh, I want to jam with him. Uh, except I've been learning, uh, I learned the Paw Patrol theme song recently. And then also I, I learned the America's Funniest Home Videos theme song. Remember that one? <laughs> I do. We got laughs from coast to coast to make you smile. Do, 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 to capture all that stuff. You know that. You're the red, white, and blue. blue. The funniest thing, thing you do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> America. <laughs> Dude, I love it's that so song. good. But I do, it, uh, I do it like a slow Johnny Cash version. Nice. Which is sexy. I've told myself. Walking down a long and dusty Winnemucca road, like that. Exactly right. <laughs> more like, uh, more like when he uh, when he covered the Nine Inch Nails "Hurt" song, like that. So like half dead cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I like my I like the way my voice sounds. Uh, okay, so we, uh, listen, uh, I am uh, was so stoked. I wish I could have been there, um, but I worked today. But we are super grateful for to Brown and Jensen Dentistry for taking on two cases, taking two people, 
and helping us change their life forever. Super awesome. And uh, uh, can't wait to kind of show you those reveals. We like the reveals. It's, the, it's one of the funnest parts. It really is fun because you haven't done any of the work yet. So it's always just like, it's just so exciting. It's all there. dreams and <laughs> yeah. lollipops. <laughs> yeah. Before all the screams uh, and agony. And, no, just kidding. It's not like that. Um, oh, we had a little, um, we had a little blowback from the Philip Anderson, uh, uh, little bit we did helping yeah, him out. We knew that was coming. I did know that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I posted it on my Facebook and, and, uh, one of my liberal friends and a few of my liberal friends lurking in the shadows were, were liking her <laughs> comments and she was, she took, she took umbrage with my umbrage <laughs> uh, with with me helping him. <laughs> what is this? The seventeen hundreds. Well, what she said was, "I don't like the way that you labeled the person." Okay, so Philip Anderson was beat up by an Antifa thug, and I said that when I shared it on my Facebook page, an Antifa thug broke this young black man's two front teeth out for no reason. I mean, it was. I mean, just got mad, and he was a violent person. And Philip wasn't being violent, and Philip was, uh, you know, exercising his First Amendment right to protest peacefully. He was unarmed, um, and he was walking away from a crowd who was yelling and being hostile towards him. And very yep. hostile. The video you can watch the video. You can see for yourself. Make your own decisions. Well, I mean, listen, the N word was used a lot. Let's put it that way. And then he was subsequently erased the next day on Twitter. And I thought that was terrible. So I really enjoyed helping him. And to be clear, I don't agree with Philip Anderson 100%. Um, uh, but I do think he's a good kid, real good kid. And I actually wish, and I told him, I said, I mean, I, I wish he wasn't putting himself in such a harmful place. But I understand why he's doing it. But as someone who, like, I wish the best for him, I wish he wouldn't do that. Uh, just for his own personal safety. I can't, right? I can't resist. Oh, Lowell's eating my wife's cookies. Yeah, she makes cookies that are out of this world. <clears throat> it's not a lie. It's very true. It's always good. Every time I see her baking, I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. uh, so her issue was um, that it was too political. And I was like, well, it's only political if you want it to be political. I help out all kinds of people who are on the... I mean, like... All, the only political stance we took on that entire podcast was that we... Um, we wholeheartedly agree with free speech. That was it. That was the only stand we took at any point. Well, and we're definitely against violence. Yeah, we're against violence. <laughs> so and we like free speech. If that's political, you know, um, that's a that's a the free speech thing. I thought that was America. Yeah, but you know, Philip doesn't have any history of violence. He's never been arrested. He's he a good guy. From, he is from Texas, and that well, <laughs> technically, he's from Ethiopia. Well, yeah, but. Eh. But Split right hair, now dude. he's from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and I'm sure it's still triggering people all over the place. Um, uh, he's been labeled a proud boy, but I don't think he is a proud boy. Um, I don't even know. I don't even really know what the proud boys are or do. I don't know that they've taken a center stage as far as like perpetrators of violence. They they, they have. Do they? Yeah, they have. Um, what have they done? I know that they've been linked. To I mean, but this is like what what do you read on the news that you think is even real anymore? But I know like I've I've seen some stuff kind of come across that they've been linked to a lot of the more like 
you know, white supremacist kind of like hate crime, you know, demonstrations, violent demonstrations, riots, like mm. maybe being as being instigators, allegedly, according to the news, I, yeah. you know, I just don't know what's real. I just know. I wonder that too. I wouldn't want to be associated with them. Well, and <laughs> I don't know, think, like, I I don't think he is. And for someone who we spend a lot of time with, he never brought it up. So if he's a proud boy, he's more of an ashamed boy because he's not even, doesn't even, never brought it up once. So anyways, um, we did John McAfee. I'm afraid of no one at this point. Right, exactly right. We can live through that. <laughs> I remember we were both nervous, and I made the mistake of watching that Netflix documentary about him the night before we did the interview with that him. That was good. Lowell's talking about our interview we did with John McAfee, who was the creator of the McAfee security uh, software. Antiviral. Who um, he made like hundreds of millions of dollars. And, and then, lost hundreds of millions of dollars. blew it on hookers and blow, basically. Uh, and cryptocurrency. <laughs> He's in prison right now. He still tweets from prison. Oh, and hammock shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, let's stop there. Um, That's why I said shenanigans. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we can... Listen, here, here's the thing. We have helped out... So people thought I should have given more context. That's what I, That was what she kept on saying. I didn't provide enough. There's a lot of context missing. And I don't even really know what she meant by that. I honestly don't. Because it's like, he's walking... I mean, sure, he supports Trump. That's not a crime. Uh, I don't agree with that personally. Um, and don't don't get too excited because I don't agree with uh, supporting Biden either. I think they're both terrible and pretty equally terrible, in my opinion. That's just my stupid opinion, though. Um, but, you know, he got cracked in the face out of nowhere and didn't deserve that. And bleeding out of the mouth while this crowd is chanting Black Lives Matter at him. It's insane. It's insane that that's even questionable as to, like, this dude deserves help. Then his GoFundMe is taken away from him to help him get his tea. Shut up. Just shut up. If I mean, it's get out of town, man. It's This is a uh, uh, but I knew I, I have these friends from from dental school who, you know, it's funny. Oh, I shouldn't say this. I'll tell you later. Remind me to tell you what I was going to say on the podcast. Oh, oh, to, great. Okay. Don't, don't say. <laughs> Intrigue, everybody. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um. <laughs> well, it was just super like, I mean, the whole, I, I basically, once I got done editing all those videos that we put together yeah. and stuff, and I, because I'm, they're all done. Yeah. I shut the book on it, man. I just can't watch it anymore. I had to watch that, that oh, the very, beating, the, the beating. beating over yeah, and over. That's no good. And over. That sucks. And then hear him talk about it and then see it. It was just like, geez, Louise. And I've been talking like hours. Yeah. But people bring up, what was brought up is that like he said some things that people thought incited violence. And uh, she posted a, a clip of him that said something. He said something stupid. He said like anybody who comes and opposes us, we're going to beat the crap out of, out of them. Um, and that was the worst thing. And it's like, eh, if that's the worst thing you got on him, he actually hasn't beat up anybody. He hasn't, despite having, like, strong motivation to do so. Like, he's shown amazing restraint, I would say, um, and deserves help. And I just talked to his father. I talked to him. I had other people vouch for him. I knew he was a nonviolent person. Same thing with Jasper. I helped Jasper out, who's an ex-con, because I knew he was nonviolent. I didn't want to help. I mean, I didn't, I, I'm not down with the violence. I would probably never help out someone who's part of an organization or who themselves is a perpetrator uh, of violence. I like Jasper. I liked him. Yeah, well, 
He's back. <laughs> he's re, he's he reconned. Some, he made some bad decisions. I wonder if he listened. I wonder if he can listen to Drilled in prison. I bet he I, can. I don't know. I bet hi, he can. Hi, Jasper. Jasper, miss Mid, you, dude. Miss you, dude. Sorry it worked out that way for you. Um, but like, you no, know, we've helped out ex-cons, ex-addicts. Like, as far as like having a checkered past, that never disqualifies somebody. Like, of course they have a checkered. Like every like, I mean, imagine someone knows the worst things about you. That's a terrible thing to to live with that everyone knows like the worst things that you've ever said and done and thought it's terrible. So, you know, it doesn't a checkered past or you've done something wrong or you you're a delinquent or a degenerate in some way, or you have been in the past, you know, as long as you are, uh, uh, you know, you're trying to, as long as you des- are deserving of help. Well, yeah, we'll help you. Yeah. It's, it's not about what, where you've been. It's about where you're going. So we care about, mm. Mm. And the, say that again. <laughs> mm. And it's the ripple effect that this kind of stuff is. That creates. a Winnie the Pooh quote? Yes. <laughs> um, I knew it. Uh, it's like the greatest thing about Halo for me. One of the things that I really like about what what we do is we create a ripple effect. It's like throwing a big stone in a pond. If we can effectively change and educate one individual. And then they go out and do like two individuals, like mm-hmm. their kids or their family. And then that, you know, it just creates better dental health for future generations. Oh, totally, dude. I'm writing yeah. a pamphlet, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you can think of the worst things that people have done, like, you know, like drugs and, and crime and uh, being a ginger. And we'll still help you. <laughs> I don't know about gingers. That's true. <laughs> Drawing the line That in was the a sand. joke. We would never help out a ginger. Ever. <laughs> Drop dead, Ginger. <laughs> we'll give you some sheep teeth. You know like, I mean? It's like the South Park says. They, they have no souls. They don't. They don't. It's a fact. <laughs> you can send your hate mail to drilledpodcast at gmail.com. No, gin, ginger. Anti-Ginger talk doesn't get hate mail. And if you agree with it's, us. It's openly welcomed by the society. Please send us your checks. Make them out to cash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Definitely. No, it's, it's cool. It is cool. I had a patient today who told me um, she was there because she had uh, some pain from a wisdom tooth that I took out six, five days ago. So still within like normal limits of pain. Um, and she was just kind of hurting and throbbing and she said there was a heartbeat there. And she said that she lost her taste. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, you lost your taste? Excuse me? <laughs> uh, and she said, yeah. And I said, well, that's... um." have you considered that that's a COVID thing? I said, I don't, I've never really heard of like you like losing your taste from, uh, uh, but she says it was just some things. I suppose it could happen. Cause if you, she didn't say that she was feeling numb. I would think maybe if like you had some like long numbness on your tongue, if your tongue went numb, could you taste something? Can you taste things if your tongue is numb? I don't think so. The roof of your mouth has taste buds. You probably get still get taste somewhere. Yeah, that's a little bit. I mean, I've, one of the things I used to do, I remember like my my ritual. I sense a video experimentation coming on, and I think you're gonna be the you're gonna be the. I don't know. Okay, yeah, we can we can we can we can, work, we can negotiate some kind of fair trade for that. <laughs> because <laughs> you, you work for me now, Lowell. You work for me, <laughs> and I say we're numbing your tongue and giving you food. <laughs> um. Well, I've, it's not like I haven't had a billion of those shots but before anyway, so. Yeah, but then eating something uh, tasty to see if you still taste it. 
I, d- I do. I've done it. Uh, as soon as I get done at the dental office, if it's not, if it's something I can actually do, I have this ritual. I go get Safeway Chinese food because everything there is soft. Oh. And I eat that it. Sounds terrible. And I pass out. Oh. <laughs> I take whatever painkillers they give me and I pass out. What is your life? What is your <laughs> life? Oh man, that sounds disgusting. How do you not like Safeway Chinese food? I mean, I I like Chinese food, but get, why would you go to Safeway for it? Because it's good. Oh man. Okay. Maybe that'll be my taste test. That's where I get the chicken fingies. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I go. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, anyways, um, I finished talking to this patient and I said, do you have any other symptoms? And she was like, no. And I was like, but maybe you should go get checked out because that's, um, a weird, uh, symptom after a wisdom tooth to be pulled. And, uh, they were, her and her husband were looking at me like I'm an idiot. I'm like, no, this is like a real thing. Like you lost your sense of taste. You should go figure out what's going on with you. Anyways. That's my whole story. It sucked. That was a bad story. I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, like, I remember I came to you once. I think I just had a root canal. Oh, great. Thanks. Crickets. Is that for me? Oh, it was for me, actually. <laughs> okay, good. It was for me. I was just really delayed because I forgot which buttons do what. <laughs> we need to get you stickers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I'll figure it out. Okay, anyway, continue. No, I, no, I came to you after I, mean, I had that really nasty root canal. Do you remember the one I had that tooth, tooth that was super infected? Sure. And I had to go on antibiotics because we had to get the infection down before we could rip it out. It didn't yeah. work. I had to have it ripped out while I was still kind of gross. And the healing process was still super painful for that. It was the worst. Did we replace that tooth yet? What's that? I took the tooth out? No, we haven't replaced it yet. Why not? I don't know, because we've been busy, man. <laughs> dude, we got to put an implant in there, dude. Like, uh, we'll, tomorrow. Uh, hey, well, you know what? We can do the taste test thing when we do that. Okay. Because you're going to be giving me shots anyway. Is it a lower, it's a lower tooth, right? Well, we can talk. I, like, I've had all oh. the back stuff taken out. Dude, we got to give you some teeth, man. Okay, well, it's important. get a rock in there, too. You, know you need what I mean? them. You need them. Um, We could do something really cool, like build, like, uh, you know how people get, like, a skull um, shifter on their car? <laughs> I could put, like, a little skull tooth there. Oh, that'd be stupid. A silver, silver skull tooth, dude. We could just, we're going to talk about this. We yeah, could that's... just keep it slightly out of a... It'd be an incredibly dangerous food trap. But <laughs> think of the upside, dude. That's what I'm thinking. Like, sure, how it's a hyg- it's hygienically unfriendly. But think of the upside. How about a gold fang? Like, <laughs> we're gonna do something. We're gonna do something. We're gonna do something outside the box. We don't like you. it. We just take it out and put something else in there. I mean, it's yeah. no big deal. Um, what's going on in the news? Anything cool? Uh, Shake Shack is coming to Portland. I blew Brady's mind with that. Oh, I'm so excited about that. That's his jam. Shake Shack is Shake his Shack jam. is so good. It's not okay. The reason that they're coming is not good. Basically, COVID and the lockdowns have destroyed and decimated a lot of the restaurants in, yeah. in the area, creating a void, a vacuum to where these chains can come in. But In and Out's great. Shake Shack's great. I mean, it sucks, but there's a lot of cool restaurants that went under. Well, know, here's rest the in peace. here's the thing is that, um, yeah, I thought to myself, like, as I go, like, listen, I eat fast food, like, almost every day. It's terrible. Terrible to say that out loud. I say that out loud, and I just feel bad about myself. But I do. 
That's and, why you're losing weight rapidly. Right. <laughs> Just well, wasting away. Withering away into nothing. Sorry. Uh, but like, I was thinking to myself, I should not eat fast food on the principle of like, number one, it's good for me to stop eating fast food. Number two, I should be supporting, I should be spending my money, not with these freaking huge corporations that don't need it, but like for the, find the people that need it. And I find the fact is that like, it's actually really hard to like go spend your money at a business, right? At a small business restaurant, like a locally owned place. No, it's not. I do it all the time. Well, where should I go? Um, Give me an idea. There's a few places that I really like to eat. I got to map this out and be like, where, do, where am I going to go to eat? Who am I going to support? Stop going to Wendy's. Stop going to Chipotle. Maybe every Heathen now and then. Brewery. I like to go eat there because they have the huge outside patio. Yeah. You can actually sit there. Uh, unlike Brady, I do like to drink beer here and there. So I go have a friend beer with friends uh, underneath one of the heater things and, you know, maybe get some French fries or something. You, you uh, think you're better than me? No, I'm just saying I drink beer and you don't. That's not, a, you drink so, Diet Coke and I don't. Sounds like you think I'm better. You're better than me. No, I'm saying Diet Coke is your beer. That's true. Diet Coke <laughs> totally, is beer. That's just your beer. That's fine. I can drink a lot before it really affects me. That's uh, true. New Beijing. Uh, it's a Chinese place that I can throw a rock from my house and hit. Okay. <laughs> so I eat there sometimes. Uh, I got to do a better job of mapping it out. The truth is, when I said, like, I don't know where to go, uh, the truth is I've done zero research. It's just been a thought in my head. So, um, Kenji's, that's another place I eat a lot at. Mm. It's the ramen joint. Yeah. Um, Jorge's on Mill Plain, I eat there a lot too. It's my favorite Mexican Oh, there's joint. a ramen joint up by uh, the QFC. Yeah. On 192nd. Yeah, there's, they're all over the place. Yeah, is that called Kenji? I wonder if that one's called Kenji. No, the Kenji's is the one off Mill Plain. Mm. It's over by the Safeway. Yeah, I'm going to do a better job of that. I like ramen. Ramen sounds good. Right now it sounds good. No, I know. Remember when we were in uh, L.A. and I took you over, we found a ramen joint and we had it? Oh, that's right. We did have ramen. Yeah, that's right. Wonderful. Mm. Wonderful. I discovered Man. a new torture today, by the way. What is it? If you've ever been to Bellevue, Washington, Bellevue, Washington is built into hills. There's not a right angle in that place. I mean, oh. like everything is hill. So I was parked in the parking lot on an incline sideways, like a like a 30-degree sideways incline. Okay. And I showed up about an hour and a half early because you never know what traffic's going to be when you're driving from Vancouver to Seattle. So I got about there about an hour and a half early. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go. I went and told them that I was there. And then I went and, you know, walked around for a while and just kind of explored and hung out. And then I sat in the car for about an hour, but... I didn't realize if you sit in a sideways incline and you're constantly having to pull yourself back up, it's kind of a strange form of torture, man. <laughs> it's kind of sucked. Yeah, that would be it bad. Really sucked. But, you know, it is what it is. Kind of a new weird torture. Should we announce our special plan for episode 100? Yeah, episode 100 is coming up. That's 100 uninterrupted weeks of the Drilled with Dr. Brady podcast. So, guys, I am so happy about what we're going to do. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so awesome. It's been in plan for a while now, too. This is I know. not a new idea. We've I feel just... like, how did you feel the first time I pitched this to you? I liked it. I just, did you like it? But my problem with your plans, 90% of the time is logistically making them happen. Like, they're these grand schemes, but it's like, okay, I'm the one that's got to be like, okay, from point here to here, how do we get from here to here? Brady's like, idea, cool, figure it out. Stop Bye. being so negative, Why Stop being so negative. We can do this. Well, you know, global domination is hard, and it takes a lot of work and planning. And my wife chuckled at that, by the way, that comment. He left the global. He, I made a post, and he put global do, what domination. Yeah, well, that is our goal. I tell it to everybody. What's your guys' goal, aspiration? Global domination. <laughs> That's it. Um, 
Uh, okay. So what we're going to do is inspired by a story that I read last year sometime um, about a gentleman. I'll give you the, the bullet points. Treasure Island. Uh, it's an old dude. Has tons of money. Decides, hey, I'm going to leave a treasure box full of $1 million in gold coins in hidden in the Rocky Mountains with a, uh, a series of clues that lead you to the treasure. It's like D.B. Cooper meets Ebenezer Scrooge. Meets like Nicolas Cage from... Meets Scrooge McDuck. From from uh, National Treasure. Is that what it's called? National Treasure? Those are great movies. I got side note here. Last night, watching Gone in 60 Seconds by myself. Then my wife joins me. <laughs> and Nicolas Cage makes some kind of comment. She goes, oh, such a terrible actor. And I was like, bite your tongue, woman. <laughs> he... Oh, he is an American icon and a legend, and I will not have this kind of talk in my home. In my home, I watched Face Off recently. Great movie, and like any good Nicolas Cage movie, every line is either whispered or screamed. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. But let so, you put my tongue in your mouth. Will you be thankful? <laughs> that's just a cuts quote. You gotta watch the movie. Spicy that, quote. Taken out of context. Uh, it's just as bad in the movie. Yeah, no, we're not yeah. gonna lie; it's that bad. Well, um, okay. So this guy uh, leaves his treasure in the Rocky Mountain. He's old, and it stays there for ten years, and then someone finds it. And I think people got lost trying to find it. I think one person died trying to find it. Um, and he like swore up and down, like if I die, I'm not telling anybody where it is. But then someone found it. And I was like, dude, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. If you die searching for treasure, do you go to pirate heaven? Probably. Neat. I need to die searching for treasure. That sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Die finding this treasure box. So the Drill with Dr. Brady podcast is going to start. Hold on. Treasure hunts. We're doing treasure hunts. $100. At least $100. Are we committing to a weekly thing? Sure, it might be hard. We're gonna figure. We're gonna try to make it weekly. <laughs> Let's just put it that we're gonna give it a, the good old college Listen, try. Again, you work for me now. So, <laughs> so, and there's only so many hours in the day, bud. <laughs> right. right. Uh, get up early and go hide a tooth. Okay, here's how we're gonna do it, guys. <laughs> we are gonna take a human tooth and put it into a, an epoxy mold, making it sanitary. But it will be a human tooth that we will hide. Somewhere in the city with a clue that is only going to be given on one of our podcast episodes. When you go and find this epoxy, we have a name for it. We don't have a name for it. Anyway, when you find the tooth, you bring it to my office. 100 big ones, $100 in cash will be awarded to the winner or the finder, founder, finder. And should we put a limit on it? How many times you can win it? I don't think so. No, I think if you're that, it's fair you game. Get it, like yeah. you gotta get this clue, and you gotta get your, you gotta get your butt out there. <laughs> get your butt out there, and you get that, get that tooth. Um. So it'll be a clue. Listen, it's gonna be probably we're gonna start off with probably some easier clues just to get the ball rolling, and uh, you know these little uh, hidden gems throughout the city might stay hidden for a long time, but uh, um. 
Uh, there will be some requirements as far as like you have to follow us on on Drilled Podcast on Instagram and Halo Dental. You got to follow us. Probably going to put some uh, logistics in where you got to tag someone and then like. You know, get our money's worth. Definitely, I get our <laughs> money's worth. You got to tag us, follow us, tag someone, do a comment. We're gonna make you work for it for sure. It's a hundred big ones, dude. Also, again, with the five hundred dollars that we give away every every week in dental work, what podcast do you know that give away all this stuff? Probably none. I don't think you know any. I don't think anyone else does that. I think we're the coolest podcast in the entire world because we do that. So we're, we are committing to 52 weeks of treasure hunts in the hopes that we can get someone to sponsor us to do a big treasure hunt. Big old treasure hunt. I'm talking like a $10,000, like... Like a long John Silver treasure hunt. I'm talking like you're going to have to get dirty and wet to win this. Uh, and I don't Possibly know, radioactive. I might hook one. I don't know <laughs> what company is the lucky company that gets to sponsor this, but I'm guessing... Maybe a, a maybe a dealership, maybe a car dealership. Maybe we could do it like geo geocache style. You ever see the geocache? Well, that's when people like you have like coordinates that you had to go to. I'm not giving people coordinates. That's not a treasure hunt. That's a type in coordinates and you go there. No, it, but I'm saying like similar. I mean, it's kind of similar to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're into geocaching, probably into this. So that's gonna be every week. You're gonna find a tooth out there hidden somewhere in the city. And might get arrested for it. I'm not sure. And we get Pokemon Go to participate. Oh, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Find your Pokemon, find your tooth. Yeah, maybe right? the Pokemon will lead you to the tooth. I'm so excited about this idea. It's been in my head for so long, and I've been wanting this to be a real thing. And now we're going to start doing treasure hunts, and I'm super excited about treasure hunts. So if half my IQ drops because I'm inhaling epoxy fumes, just a uh, warning, <laughs> guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, let's do a quick secret word while we're talking about giving things away. Um, Lowell, do you want to do the honors tonight? Sure. Uh, so just so you know, we give away $500, $500 of free dental work every single week. If you are new to this, uh, you just email this word that Lowell will reveal to you in a moment to drilledpodcast at gmail.com and you will be awarded $500 of free dental work. You will be asked to do a post telling the world what you've won and tagging us in that post and encouraging people to listen to our podcast and be involved with what we are doing and creating. In return, 500 big ones at our office. Um, and you can gift it to someone else. Don't forget that. If you can't use it yourself, you can get to gift it to somebody who, who can. Lowell, what you got for us? The secret word or words this week are as follows. The, uh, let's just say tooth crystal. Tooth crystal. I like that. Tooth crystal. Uh, email tooth crystal to drilledpodcast at gmail.com. Probably going to choose the fifth person. The fifth email we get will be the one that we choose. Good luck, ladies and gentlemen. Good luck out there. Um, Godspeed. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, we, uh, yeah, hang out on the social media because we got videos dropping like they're on fire. Dropping like a meteor shower here pretty soon. So just keep your eyes on Halo and Drilled because you're going to see a lot of stuff popping off in the next couple of weeks. So Yeah. And give us money, everybody. Yeah. Go donate. Go to, go to our donate page on halodentalnetwork.org and donate money, money to us because we'll use it for good things. More money equals more people we can help. That's a straight up 
And with Shake Shack coming to <laughs> Oregon, I'm going to need some extra cash. That's just that's just the way it is. Bitcoin's not doing great right now, so we got to like gotta I don't know what, that up. I don't know what you're talking about. Bitcoin's <laughs> doing just fine. Um, I also told Lowell, I want to tell the listeners about this. I want to I want I want Halo Dental to only pay its only pay its employees um, in cryptocurrency. <laughs> that's my dream just use cryptocurrency what do you think about that Lowell uh once I, I said I was on board this as long as we kind of uh I don't know what the tax implications of that are that's the cool thing nobody does <laughs> yeah nobody does that's great nobody knows <laughs> nobody how knows. that works nobody uh the cool thing is like I could transfer you money without I mean th listen this is a I have no idea how this works either. And I kind of don't want to know. <laughs> it's that's the allure. Is that I don't know what you're talking about. I never got paid any money, IRS. I don't know what you're talking about. What's Bitcoin? This is a weird thing. If <laughs> Ethereum? What is that? Yeah. Well, um, all right. Uh let's wrap this up because I think we're out of juice. And that's fine. I'm out of juice for sure. <laughs> yeah. Lowell's had a long day. He's traveled to Seattle and back today. It's five hours of driving, roughly six. Six. Mm, not driving fast enough, Lowell. Actually driving safe. Keep that up. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, how was traffic today? Was it bad? I made it up there way faster than I made it back. Yeah. That's normal. Oh, here's what I wanted to ask you about. I thought we were done. We're not. Um, when driving through Olympia, did you notice... An insane amount of tent cities? No, because uh, it was snowing oh. and like rainy and dark. I saw, as I was coming into Olympia, I saw the top of the Capitol building just kind of peeking over the hill. Mm -hmm. And that's about all I saw of Olympia. Okay. So when you drive through like the Lacey area and Olympia. I have Olympia, been to Olympia though recently. So I was there. I drove up there like uh, two weeks ago, I think. Maybe a week. Um, not too long ago. And dude. The tent cities are intense. See what I did there? Well, that's nothing new. I mean, we played a gig there right before COVID hit. Uh, there's a club there, a smashing place to play music called Club Erebus. Best stage I've been on in this mm. in Washington. Period. Okay. Um, amazing. It's a monster movie themed club, so they have monster movie memorabilia everywhere. Oh, cool. Um, and it's a really good room to play in. The sound system's great. Anyways, we played there. Great show sketchiest place i've been in a long time yeah like super sketch our hotel was sketchy there was yeah. like people like having like uh heroin naps on the, the stairs of our motel you dude, know i dude. actually worry about these tent cities dude like they are getting so big so overrun it's like they're a biohazard they are a biohazard there's and needles everywhere and feces and filth and garbage and decay right. and mold yeah and it's like if my kids like, like, Hey, it's like, Hey son, you don't have to be worried about like bears or mountain lions. You gotta be worried about effing humans, dude. Like humans running in. Like what if you just like, walk around the woods and you run into a freaking tent city, dude. Like they're out just in the middle of like, it's like a weird walking dead civilization. Like it's like, you just like walk in this encampment and it's just like, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, I worry about that a lot. I don't know why they're not. I don't know why that's not like, I don't know. I don't see how that's like 
looked at and been like and like uh, like swept under the rug. I don't understand that at all. I mean, gosh, I mean, this is. I mean, we could get we could go super deep into it, but it's actually a problem near my house. Yeah, there's hobo cities like and tents and stuff, and they've been lighting fires of late. I actually ended up uh, calling in a fire because I come off the 500 yeah. to turn onto St. John's Road. Yeah. And um, I look off to the left down in this gully, and there's this big, huge fire. Somebody, like, just set something on fire. People are like, I uh, go and ride my bike on this trail. And you see fires everywhere. Like, one dude lit a fire under a spruce tree, like, right at the oh. base of the spruce tree. Like, you're just asking to burn the place down. And there's a big trash pile there now where all these people are just dumping their garbage and, you know, it's, just, it's pretty gross. But, yeah, I, there's there used to be this little cool side path. Like, you'd walk down this trail, and there was this other side path that would kind of come around and then connect back to the trail. You can't do it anymore because there's a big hobo city back there. Yeah. I don't want to get knifed or no, needled. You don't want to do any of that or worse. No, I used to live in Portland, and it was bad then, and it's worse now. Well, what I saw in Olympia was worse than anything I've seen in Portland. When I drive the the depth and the vastness of the cities were greater than anything I've ever seen in Portland. And just a, it was like two areas on the right. So I'm I'm going north on the I five and looking to the right in these like little valleys that you can see, and it's just like holy crap, dude! So much trash and clothing and garbage. I mean, just like tons everywhere these tarps and they can't even put tarps upright. I mean, it's, everything's like all like tilted and like, uh, like these lean tos that are just like so sad and pathetic. And I get that like, you know, you know, they're hard up, but I don't think that there's like, there's nowhere for them to go. I, I disagree. I think there's somewhere for you to, there's always somewhere for you to go. Maybe you don't want to go there. I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people like this is their place to go. Like if that wasn't an option, they'd find another option. There's a lot of there is a lot of programs in place to help, you know. Well, homeless folks. That's what I'm saying is because it's an option, it's an option, and it's looked at as like I can just go camping. Like it's kind of like not that bad, but it's like if it wasn't an option, they'd find another option. I think it's a lifestyle. Like you know, obviously there's people that are down and out, and then there's. Yeah, I don't want to say that they're like there because they want to be there some people certainly there's are certainly there's some people that certainly are there because they want to be there i know plenty of hobo transient you know vagabonds that kind of nomadically wander from place to place and yeah. you know that's just their lifestyle yeah that, that's i mean there's nothing wrong that's fine um but you know there's probably i imagine there's some like perpetual patterns there and some like mental illness problems there, there are. that are yeah. just reciprocal and it just kind of um it's kind of like you know re recidivism when you like with prisoners you know, yeah. Once you're kind of locked into that lifestyle, you get you kind of have a tendency to wander back to it, even if you get out of it temporarily. You well, know, and maybe it's their community, and if they get uprooted from that, then you know they're they have no community at that point. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of reasons. All I'm saying is, you know, things should be, you know, they should be cleaned up, and but they can't go in there and clean it up because it's a biohazard. They yeah. can't do it without like going in there with hazmat suits. It's actually, so this is true. It's actually very like tricky. Like what department takes care of this? Is it city? Is it, um, oh, what are these departments called? Uh, uh, yeah. Cause there's like biohazard material. So like certain people aren't allowed to go in there. You gotta get a biohazard team in there first to clear it. And like, there's so much city 
bureaucratic nonsense to go and clean it up um, and clean up these messes. And you can't, you can't do it. And uh, I just, they, the news just did this thing on it, on this, where it's like, you can't go clean things up because like there was nonprofits who wanted to clean things up and nonprofits, there's still certain areas they can't go into because it's not under their jurisdiction. It's like a city's jurisdiction. They got to get permission to go in there. I had to deal with this personally. Like, but the city won't let you go in there because they got a biohazard team out there first. And there's certain types of biohazard for different, different teams for different biohazards. And you got to get them to clear. And then the city has to clear it. It's nonsense, dude. I can't even, I can't even, uh, it makes me, uh, I can't breathe, lol. I live on a flag lot, which means that we have a, I have a shared driveway with the house that's behind me, and uh, it's because they're on a big L lot. So we, I own the driveway that they have. Um, what is it? What's the name when they can they can pass over it? Like an easement, like an easement. But I'm gonna call it. They have umbrage, no, no. like <laughs> um, to use it. But anyways, it's a rent oh, it's some domain. It's uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's an easement. Yeah, yeah, it's um. um I own it, but they have the right to travel over it to uh, access their property. Prima nocta, meaning that they can... Uh... <laughs> no. I know what prima nocta is, dude. Um, <laughs> That's not it. That's no. Um, it's a fun idea, though. This is the thing. It was rented out, and then a, like a, a, a young man bought it who came into some money, total drug addict, just, a, just the worst human being. He ripped off a nonprofit down the street. There's a recovery home for veterans. Yeah. Like a recovery program. He went in stole the safe with his cronies and ripped the safe open, burned people's medals in his backyard, like their Purple Hearts and Medal of Honor and stuff like that. Ugh. Stole a bunch of money. Um, and this was like in, we shared a driveway. Like they were literally like right there. Um, long story short, they got, he went to jail. They were having these big, huge parties, like huge parties. Um, but the guy that bought it, I helped him clean up the lot because we couldn't get anyone to do it. Um, they, uh, we, there was hundreds of needles, hundreds of like CO2 containers mm. for popping nitrous yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Condoms, just anything and everything. That's, it, it's that's point, just responsible. We were though. going, that's, that's responsible though. <laughs> we were going in there with shovels, but then we just like, no, we're not doing this anymore. So we ended up just, uh, he ended up getting a front end loader and we just like dumped it all into like, like yeah. into dumpsters and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a crazy world. We had to scrape the grass off the yard because it was just like, it was just full of needles and stuff. Yeah. I don't see this problem getting better. I see it getting worse, like way worse. So bad. Especially because like, I also feel like on the horizon are like evictions are coming. Yeah. Especially once they, they lift the no moratorium. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's coming, dude. Like, there's, I mean, uh, it's coming. I've noticed an increase in Vancouver, too, because when I first moved to Vancouver, there was one corner you would see people, homeless people on. One corner. Yeah. Now they're, now it's it's all, all over yeah. the place. It's just, it's, it, 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 it's just a bad problem. It's, and, you know, for all, all parties, it's a bad part, problem for all parties. Well, let's leave on that positive note. Um, you went there. I did go there. Listen, I'm worried about it. it. It's crazy. That drive is crazy going through Olympia, seeing the tent cities on the side of the road there. It's crazy, dude. Um, I thought it was bad in Portland. I've seen some in Portland that actually have, um, they've created a carport. They put these tarps I've seen up. that, You seen that picture? It's been going around, and that's it's right off Martin Luther King Boulevard. It's in Portland. Like, I know no, exactly I, where it's at. I, I've seen one of those um, on... Uh, 
Oh, God, on Sandy. Yeah, dude has a covered carport. It's like in the middle of this like, like green space between like off-ramps on the I-5 and like Martin Luther King Boulevard. And he has his tent city and he literally has created a garage for himself propped up with a tarp over it. So it's a covered garage. It's, I mean, like we're living in a bizarro world. It's a bizarro world, man. I can't even begin to like, like cops pass that every day. There's like, that's cool. I don't know. Can they do anything though? No, they can't. No, and that's the ACLU's fault. The ACLU started this, and this is true. This isn't like political. This is the ACLU started this. They, they have legislation that they passed that, 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 um, like a homeless person's stuff is their property. You can't touch that. Like they're, it's uh, like so when they park, they park, and you can't move them. Like it's, it's, it's not. I mean, I know that that's probably a, a terrible history lesson, but probably more to that. But, uh, but you can't. Um, essentially, the ACLU started those, started those proceedings that have now resulted in basically law enforcement can't do anything to homeless people. You can poop and pee in the streets. You can do it right in front of a cop. Can't do anything about it. That, I, yeah, You can right. poop in the street and that's fine. Right before COVID last year, I was in, uh, I was buying beer with my dad because my dad. Did you poop in the street with your dad? No, 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 I did. It was not me. Your he dad poop in the street, didn't he? It wouldn't put it past him. Uh, he's a uh, he's he's an ex marine. He'll poop anywhere. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't know that about ex marines. That's good to know. No, we were getting beer in uh, east or west side downtown Portland. He because he drinks a lot of beer. So yeah, we went and got some beer for him, and uh, some guy just had his daughter peeing in an alley, like right in the middle of God, in front of God, everybody. Yeah. I get it. Kids gotta go. Kids oh, gotta kids go. are okay. Yeah, I'm talking just, about grown people who like, like, uh, just poop on the side of the street, dude. I've seen that. I've seen that plenty. You can go into a fast food place, dude. You can poop in there. You can go places to poop. Nature is my bathroom. There's construction sites everywhere with. No, they lock the porta potties, dude. Honey for buckets real. for real. Those are locked, dude. There's public restrooms. I don't care who you are, dude. You can find you can find a place to poop. You could at least poop in the bushes. I had a hard time finding one in Bellevue. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I was paying customers. Listen, and you know now that if you didn't find one, you can just go poop in the street and you'd be fine. There's lots of hills, though. you got to be careful. Okay, that's a better way to end this. I like that. <laughs> Brighter note. <laughs> I like I like that note a lot better. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, please give us a review on whatever platform, uh, preferably iTunes. Um, and tell everyone how awesome our podcast is. It helps us out tremendously. And some people will tell you like, Hey, just give us the amount of stars that we deserve. Don't do that. Just give us five. Just give us five. Spotify people. We're on Spotify now. Go to Spotify and check out. Oh yeah, we are. We are on Spotify. Just like Joe Rogan, except they didn't pay me a hundred million dollars. I don't know why. Yeah. What, where, Lowell, where were you on that one, dude? <laughs> Where's my Ferrari, Brady? <laughs> you were supposed to get us a lot of money. I thought we were getting $100 million. All right. Uh, hey, thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week, and we'll uh, we'll hang out again. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.